0: How's it going this Yo. evening? <laughs> well. Oh, it's
1: going. It's been a it's been a busy Tuesday over here in oh, yeah? uh, Salem, Massachusetts. Tell us about it. Well, it's currently snowing. Ah. I go out every few hours, wipe the car off because it's gonna get really <laughs> cold tonight. So Ooh, yeah. it's gonna freeze. <gasps> so I had to, you know, put the windshield wipers up and dig out a little snow behind my car. If you know, you know,
0: mm. you know. Yeah, can't have you getting, know. getting stuck under there. No, that's no. that's terrible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not that I'm going anywhere, but, you know, if, just in case. If if it'd be nice to
0: know I'm not snowed in. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a cold night this week. It's getting say. down to like 19.
2: Yeah, they say it'll what? snow again. In Austin? Yeah, some snow people, too. People keep saying it's going to snow again. I was like, I can't wait for that Winter Wonderland action. We love it. Double Double action in 21. You know, <laughs> we'll take what we, we never get. get snow in Texas. And here it, it is. You know what's
1: funny? What? Every year that I was in Texas, there was snow. Even if it was just like, I think three out of the four times it didn't even stick. Yeah, it but usually doesn't. Was, but this
0: year for, for
1: y'all, it's been wild.
0: Yeah, especially for Austin. I mean, I grew up in North Texas, so we got more snow. Um, But... Yeah, it's been weird to get it in Austin for sure.
2: And don't you think the that weather awesome. in general has been weird?
0: It honestly Global has warming. Been bizarre. <laughs> you know? Global it's, warming, 100%.
2: Right. It's just like hot one day and then it snows. Yeah. I don't, you know? Ugh. Confuses me. Yeah. yeah. I'm no meteorologist. That's I studied for New it in England. I, I think I got a C
0: and meteorology
2: (laughs) yeah I even talked to this one guy who was like doing the meteorology for the OU like broadcast channel and I was like dude you gotta help me he really tried but I couldn't succeed
1: she didn't feel you're like listen I can't I'm not a psychic I can't predict (laughs) it I'm sorry you're like I can report it and I can report it well I'm no magician but can I predict it
0: okay no yeah the passion just wasn't there
2: She's right. That's it.
0: You know? And when that's it rains, okay. it
2: rains. You it, know? That's facts. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: facts. <laughs> Honestly, the weather predictions are wrong half the time anyway. So, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No shade to, to meteorologists, say. but
2: maybe, yeah, that I could have been coming from a place of mistrust.
0: Yeah. You know? True. Like, True. is
2: this information right, you guys?
1: You just trust your gut too too much. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, we got we got an exciting app for you guys this week. But uh, first off, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Beautiful, gorgeous. Kylie's got her lights on for dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. She's making it spooky in Salem. Um, yep, we have a red light today. Yes, yes, gorgeous <laughs> and extra spooky. Very devilish. It's like she's in a hellscape. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this week we're, we're heading to Kansas to talk about some spooky happenings throughout the great state of Kansas. You guys ever been to Kansas? Uh, I've, I've only driven through. I don't even, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I've been there a couple times. Pretty chill. Nothing, nothing like extensive. I don't know a lot about it, but I have family ties. My, my, yeah, my grandma spent some time there. Her great grandfather, I believe, owned a grocery store in Coffeyville, Kansas. So they were like, You know, people about the town. Mm -hmm. Way back when, you know, owning a grocery store was kind of a big deal.
2: Well, and some of them are haunted.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh... sure. I'm sure that one was haunted. She has some photos of it, um, like framed in her house, and it honestly looks spooky.
2: Can (laughs) you eat as a ghost?
0: You know, I don't know. Whenever, That's the big debate. Whenever I think about ghost eating, I always think of Casper, the movie. It goes right through him. And it just went right through them onto the floor. Yeah. And then poor Casper had to like clean up after. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, poor Casper. Poor
2: Casper.
0: I love him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I really hope so, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, they need to be they need eating to be is nourished. Really
2: is. My entire life. Same. So that'll be really sad to lose it.
0: Oh, God. I hope we don't. I hope we don't lose eating. Well, uh, if there's a will, there's a way. That's what I've heard. Well, I'm happy to kick it off this week. do it. With a little spooky spot. Oh, also, you guys, before we dive in, I wanted to tell y'all. So back when we went to New Orleans, it seems like 100 years ago now, and investigated the St. Vincent's Infant Asylum. They had been filming a TV show there. Remember that? Yes. Mm -hmm. The pictures. And so forever, I've been like, when is this show going to come out? Will it finally got bought by Amazon Prime? (gasps) It's coming out February 19th. It's called Tell Me Your Secrets. Oh, no. And I watched the trailer today, and you can totally see St. Vincent's in it, which is really cool. But um, oh, it so looks cool. really spooky. So
2: Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. We're going to have to... We should have a
0: little watch party next week. Oh, my
2: gosh. Oh, that would be fun. 100%. Yeah. That Let's would be fun. It. Is it spooky?
0: Oh, well, the plow's here. I yeah, it's a spooky show for sure. Okay, cool. So it it sounds like and looks like it's going to be pretty good. But uh, on to onto the important stuff. Kansas. I'm going to tell you guys about the Sally House, which is a big one in the paranormal community. The people are obsessed with it, but it is in Atchison, Kansas. So a lot of people know Atchison as the birthplace of our gal, Amelia Earhart. Oh. But this little town on the Missouri River has a much more mysterious side They've actually earned the title okay. of being one of the most haunted cities in America, simply due to the number of buildings and residences that are allegedly home to paranormal activity. So, oh, wow, yeah, I was like, had Vorlein no idea going to just do Atchison in general and talk about a few spots, but there are so many like deeply haunted places that I just I couldn't do them justice. So I'll have to revisit at some point. But the Sally House has been highlighted in books, documentaries, all the ghost hunting TV shows, um, and it's one of Atchison's most famous haunted locations. So this little spooky spot was originally built at the turn of the century, and it became the residence of an Atchison physician. So the front of the home served as office space and examination rooms while the doctor and his family lived upstairs. You can't escape. There's no... Where's the work-home-life
2: balance,
0: my Right? I I feel that right now. You're
2: speaking to the right audience. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, working from home, it's freaking brutal sometimes. So one day... This doctor, he's at work, and this frantic mother comes in carrying her six-year-old daughter, Sally. And it's said that the child collapsed from severe abdominal pain. So the doctor diagnosed it as appendicitis and knew that there was no time to delay the surgery because he thought the appendix would burst soon. So he starts cutting on this poor little girl before the anesthesia took full effect. No. And she's screaming and she suddenly stopped screaming and she went uh, limp and she grew pale. And she died on the operating table with her last memories being of a man who she believed was torturing her. So her feelings towards men... um, will become even more apparent when we talk about the haunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, though the house had been long known to be haunted, the the activity grew ominous in 1993. So the house was rented to this young couple. And they started reporting that their dog would bark at nothing in particular, especially in the nursery room. Uh, and then one time they left the house and returned to see their child's toys in the nursery placed in a circle in the middle of the room (laughs) which is like so unsettling (laughs) especially like that's the place where your child sleeps you know like that's not good (laughs) wait how old (laughs) is she um they didn't say how old this couple's information is like kind of hidden I couldn't find a lot about them but okay. I know that there are documentaries that featured them. So I think we could find out more that way. But um, I don't know specifically how old their child was. Mm. But young, I believe. Sorry
2: if you can hear the plow. Yeah,
0: <laughs> They they plow in the snow out there?
2: No. Yeah. Could you hear and Holly? Like some Holly is making noises Loud too. beeping. There's well, noises all over this podcast right now. Because Holly is acting yeah. up. This podcast We're keeping it
0: real. This podcast is haunted. Uh, free sound effects We're keeping it real. from the cats and the plows. Oh. Yeah, sound
2: like... FX. Yeah. She's really acted up, y'all. She, she is wanting to play now.
0: <laughs> She's ready. Um, so, yeah, they come home to the toys in a circle, which is fucking terrifying. Other times, they would notice that pictures had been turned upside down. Rude. Which honestly feels like... Disrespect. You know, what's going on here? But then things took a violent turn. Fires Mm -hmm. broke out in the home on several occasions without any explanation. The husband of the family said that he once sensed a severe drop in temperature and then noticed really big scratch marks down his leg.
2: Nope. What?
0: Yeah. So, after this happened a few times, the scratches, you know, like, being physically attacked, this TV show called Sightings filmed a special on the house. And uh, all of their equipment used in the show appeared to bring out the worst in the spirit because the scratch marks started appearing even more often. And at one point, the husband was even shoved toward the stairs, like, the spirit wanted to push him down the stairs. Luckily, he caught himself, but he was the only person upstairs. There was no other explanation, but he felt like an obvious force trying to push him down the stairs. Sally continued to attack the husband, but never bothered the wife or the child. So it's like very clear that she does not love men because her last memory was of this doctor. So throughout the years, psychics have confirmed the presence of multiple spirits in the home, and many of those psychics have actually communicated with them, which, you know, something's definitely going on there. Um, Paranormal investigators have captured audio, video, and photographic proof, um, extensive proof. It's on so many shows, too. Uh, but the house now sits unoccupied and is open for self-guided tours, and you can even book it for a private overnight investigation. So maybe when this is all said and done, we check out this Sally house. It sounds like she might not hurt us because we're ladies. You yeah. know?
2: hundred percent. We should. Yeah. So
0: fingers crossed. I did hop on TripAdvisor because this is like a tourist attraction. So people have left reviews on it and there were some spooky ones. So apparently when it's not COVID times, they actually offer some like kind of ghost tours um, where they provide you with like dowsing rods and a bunch of different tools to kind of play around with. So this couple who went says, we arrived with an open mind and ultimately heard voices through a ghost box in the basement. I was a bit unraveled when the voice said the name that I had been thinking in my head. So I left the (gasps) basement fairly quickly. We got to see the dowsing rods in action and the flashlight even came on by itself. Would love to go back again. A must see if you're anywhere near Atchison, Kansas. So like they were getting... Uh, like spirit box activity. It said the name that this woman was thinking in her head. Like,
2: I love that stuff. You know, that's
0: a hard pass. Now this one telepathy is that it? Ghost telepathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into it. So another review. These (laughs) people had it all happen. So they said I had seen this house on sightings back in the nineteen nineties when I was a teen. Then again, on an episode of Ghost Adventures just recently. So when it said self-guided tours for $10 on the Atchison website, my husband and I were like, yes, please. Then we rewatched the episode of Ghost Adventures the night before and thought, are we freaking crazy? (laughs) It was a day tour, so my husband, myself, and two others ventured off to Atchison. I was standing in the dining room listening to a guide give a bit of brief history when I started to feel lightheaded and a humming sensation in my body. I thought to myself, I need to move away from here. I wasn't scared, just weirded out. We then went upstairs. I had a ghost app on my phone and it started saying names of people and would answer some of my questions, but not all. We turned on a flashlight and I told whatever it was to turn it off. It did so slowly. I assumed it was a battery. It felt very heavy up on the second floor even with the windows open. We went to the infamous basement where there's supposed to be a portal in the crawl space and where the demon or other entities live. My husband went over to the crawl space and said, "I don't believe you're real. I'm coming in." <laughs> Dang. Which is bold, sir. <laughs> My ghost app started saying stop and sacred. We went back upstairs to the top floor. We had dowsing rods courtesy of the city of Atchison. So like the city is full on supporting this (laughs) and they're like, y'all go try this out. I love that for them. (laughs) The rods were doing all kinds of stuff. One in particular turned to my hands and my phone, which then spelled out entity. My husband then started acting weird. (laughs) He later said he couldn't move. His mind was saying, leave this place, but he was numb and couldn't get up. He said he also felt guilty for taunting whatever it was in the basement, even though he is a skeptic. Another visitor said something growled at him, and a lady said something pulled her hair. When we left, the guide had the flashlight in her hand, and when informed of what we told her about it dimming, she replied with, I put fresh batteries in before we came over here. Then she turned the flashlight on. It was as bright as could be. So I don't know what was real or if it was all in our heads. I do know there was something there and everyone else there would agree. We all experienced something, even the skeptics. And if it makes you feel better, you can get some holy water from the Benedictine church conveniently located a mile up the road.
2: (laughs) Well, okay. Sweet.
0: Good to know. there's like... (laughs) There were so many reviews of the activity that people experienced there. It's it's truly something special. So, if you're in Kansas, you can do a self-guided tour. You can book it overnight, but something is there. Don't taunt the spirits in the crawl space
1: <laughs> unless you Never. want to. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm going to taunt, but maybe I'll flirt. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Test the waters. <laughs> <laughs> dip, just dip your toe in. See and what dip happens. Dip a toe in, maybe a piggy toe, you know? Ooh. You know? <laughs> I, uh, I have a spooky place. I also want to apologize again for the plow in the background. And then also the, the sound of shoveling, which is our album name dropping next year. <laughs> um, it's, I they love were like, that.
2: That should be a hitting
1: song. really. They were hitting the the wall right outside my window. So, but it's just a little something extra in this episode. No need oh, to sure. edit it out. We're just going to roll with it. Totally. <laughs> All right. So, the Eldridge Hotel. Have you guys heard of this place? No. Well, now you have. Yes. <laughs> 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 so, this joint this hotel happens to be on Massachusetts Ave. Oh, wow. Uh, and it is located in Lawrence, Kansas. And Lawrence is also a Massachusetts city.
0: Well. I mean, okay. hello. <laughs> it,
1: it, it me. You were simply meant
0: to share this tale.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> why why is this? Well, some Boston folk traveled west and settled in Kansas. The original hotel, called the Free State Hotel, was built in 1855 uh, by these settlers with wicked Boston accents. I'll just read this with a Boston accent the entire time. I'm kidding, I won't do that. <laughs> um, but they were from the New England Emigrant Aid Society. So it was named the Free State Hotel to basically make clear the intent of these settlers, um, which was that Kansas should come into the Union as a free state. And this is according to legendsofamerica.com. Very factual. Thank you for the history facts. legendsofamerica.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unsponsored. They have no idea. So, as we know, a free state is one that, long story short, doesn't want to allow slavery. Like, I'm here for that. You know? Missouri, on the other hand, was determined to basically take over and keep Kansas a pro-slavery state. Ah, <sighs> mm. So... On January third, eighteen fifty-five, Colonel 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 Eldridge arrived in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm Colonel. She's trying something new. We're just gonna read all the all the words how they're phonetically spelled. Why is it spelled like? <laughs> Why not? That? That's a good question.
0: There's got to be a reason, but I've never understood it. Or maybe I did at one yeah. point and I've forgotten because it's
1: stupid. I have I have a feeling it has something to do with a different language, but yeah, who's to say? Well, let us know. <laughs> so, good old Colonel Eldridge, he arrived in Kansas City from New England, um, and he purchased the Free State House, um, and he really wanted it to become the headquarters of the Free State men that were in Kansas. Um, it became a first-class hotel one year later in 1856. So, things were things were looking up. They were this group of Free State men, very positive, which I like so backtracking a bit why did kansas need a free state hotel to begin with well if we go back in time a few years i would mentioned missouri before thousands of pro-slavery men from missouri crossed the border into kansas and basically they were trying to like stuff the ballot boxes to keep kansas a pro-slavery state which is rude i'm glad we have a little more uh, restrictions when it comes to voting these days. Trash. Mm-hmm. Um, trash. But all of this led to the Kansas-Nebraska Act of 1854, if you remember from high school. Um, and this basically created the territories of Kansas and Nebraska and um, repealed the Missouri Compromise of 1820. So the compromise was basically to like inhibit political rivalries between the North and the South. So Kansas did not want slavery. Missouri was all about slavery. (laughs) The Free State Hotel was intended, as I said, as kind of a a safe haven for the Free State men, but also as a temporary place for more incoming settlers, mostly New Englanders, um, who had moved to Kansas and they were waiting for their homes to be built. So they were like, in the meantime, we'll hang at the Free State Hotel. So with all that said, unfortunately... This hotel could not protect the Free State Man from an attack on May 21st to 1856. Oof. Mm. I know. I know. The hotel was attacked and destroyed by Sheriff Samuel J. Jones and his gang. So Jones, he led this group of pro-slavery forces aimed a cannon at the hotel and what? it burned to the
0: ground. What a rat
2: bastard. A cannon? They didn't have a chance.
1: I know. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about the tenacity of the New England person. Tell me
2: about them.
1: Colonel Eldridge, he survived. Not only did he survive, but he was like, you know what? No worries. In one year, along with my brother, Thomas, and James, (laughs) we're going to re-erect the hotel and pay $80,000 to do so somehow. Damn. So that's what they did. They rebuilt it. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Eldridge Hotel seemed to be a bit cursed with bad luck by this point. uh, Because, again... And this isn't funny. I'm just laughing because it's ridiculous. In 1863, there was another attack by Quantrill and his raiders. So, Quantrill, he's another psycho Confederate. This one's from Ohio, who decided to bring the violence to Lawrence, Kansas. Mm. And they completely destroyed the town and they ended up killing like almost 180 men and boys. Oh my God. I know. It's like, just leave them alone. Like, you guys you guys want slavery so bad, you freaks. God, yeah. So <laughs> the free state, city of Lawrence, again, they were determined to rebuild. And they quickly adopted this motto, from ashes to immortality. And they used this, like, original cornerstone from the Burnt Hotel, and they rebuilt with the, a new name, A very creative name. Are you ready? Ready? Yeah. The Hotel Eldridge. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hotels love to do that. They're like, new buyer, let's switch hotel in the name. Yeah. Let's switch that order. (laughs) And, okay, when you hear this motto that they adopted from ashes to, to immortality, like, what better phrase for ghosts
0: you, know you what got I
1: mean? me from ashes to yeah, immortality. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, was that on purpose? Just saying. Just saying. So it's finally rebuilt. It's bumping, and it's like the coolest hotel this side of Mississippi. <laughs> over the next few decades, it was renovated um, in 1925 again. Like, how many times is this hotel going to be rebuilt, renovated? Um, but then it kind of began to deteriorate by the 1960s um and it was eventually converted into apartments in 1970 but wait another plot twist <laughs> in 1985 a new group of investors restored the hotel to its original beauty and enchantment oh. and so the top right so fancy The top four floors of the hotel were completely rebuilt and converted into 48 two-room luxury suites. And the lobby was restored to its original elegance. Oh. Mm. Elegance. And again, this is according to (laughs) legendsofamerica.com. So, but honestly, like, how many rebuilds and renovations is that? Like, enough to conjure up and house some spooky ghosts. They conjured it all. Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's where it gets spooky. Mm. Guests of the hotel, since the uh, its renovation in 1985, I'm not sure about anything before that. There's nothing um, in writing. So there's who's to say there weren't ghost stories before the, the latter years of renovations. Um, but as of 1985, guests of the hotel have reported feeling intense cold spots throughout certain spaces. Um, some have also witnessed apparitions on the fifth floor. And are you ready for this? Ready. An elevator ghost no. who likes to oh, open and fantastic. close the elevator doors. Only on the fifth floor.
0: Okay.
1: He or she only does this on the fifth floor. Um, there have been several photographers, whether or not they were visiting just for fun or, um, you know, trying to investigate paranormal they have mentioned having like horrible technical difficulties with their cameras only when near the elevator so i'm guessing these are more modern accounts with you know modern uh, cameras that would have technical difficulties yeah so the fifth floor i mentioned it before according to the legend it's said to contain a portal to the spirit world so that had me sold i was like i'm going and she loves a portal Mm -hmm. i love a portal specifically room 506 so when you're booking 506 506 folks so in this room witnesses have reported (laughs) breath marks on recently cleaned mirrors so the ghosts are going up (laughs) to the mirrors and they're like
0: (laughs) (laughs) who among us hasn't done that you know
1: (sighs) right and then you but you usually like write something so i i wish they would create the the breath mark and then write like ASL or like SUP, you Just know. Just a love note I feel like you that know? would be. That would be cool if they did. Um, doors also open and shut on their own in room 506 and lights of course turn on and off by themselves. And there's apparently no electrical issue. It's been checked. Interesting. So in Lawrence, Kansas, the Lawrence Journal World uh, newspaper wrote a story about a decade ago um, about this man Sean Williams, he brought his daughters to the fifth floor of the hotel to, you know, see if room five oh six was haunted, and they were escorted by the assistant general manager David Longhurst. And the group had passed, um, like they had like a few sconces throwing some dim light on the on the hallway, so it was like very spooky, like just the the scene, the vibe was spooky and I would like to ask general manager David Longhurst if that's intentional like are you making it spooky because you know it's haunted or is this just like your style is this your aesthetic
0: let us know let us know
1: <laughs> so Sean and his daughters they said they were like okay spooky the curtains moved and there was a lightning flash um, we got goosebumps we screamed there are definitely ghosts they stayed in the room for a little bit but they didn't stay overnight so not too long. Um so back to David. Davey Longhurst, our general manager, he says that he receives complaints about room 506 at least every other month. Jeez. So I'd like to I'd like to ask him for some data like how many of these complaints are from people who know it's haunted? How many of these complaints are from people <laughs> who had no idea the room is haunted, you know? You know, because like, sometimes the minds Sometimes the mind you can create things. So Longhurst, he absolutely believes that um, Eldridge watches over the hotel and all of the guests, like in a good way. He's he thinks they're he's looking out. He, you know, from back in the day, he's committed to Kansas and the Union as a free state, and he's just committed to like respect for everyone. So he's just still doing it in the afterlife, which we love. So there have been some interesting reports regarding this ghost, according to Longhurst. Um, There may even be photographic evidence. So I'm gonna read a little excerpt from um, this story. So in one, oh, and when earlier before, when they said that there was no evidence about ghosts before 1985, that does not include what I'm about to read. (laughs) So in one early 1970s, there was like a publicity photo for the hotel. A man and a woman, they were seen sitting in the lobby. And in the back of the photo, you can see this like very faint human outline um, standing right in the open elevator. Mm. So they developed the photo and they're like, oh my God, what is that in the elevator? Um, And some people say, oh, maybe it's like time-lapse photography. Who knows? Um, Two years ago, a man sleeping in 5.06 for two nights, he asked to switch rooms in the middle of his stay because <laughs> after he had fallen asleep, the bathroom door kept slamming shut and reopening. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. I, don't know why I think that's so funny. <laughs> and so the guy got up three times in the night to, to open the door and like to block it with a towel. And it just... Continued to slam shut. And then he found the towel out of the doorway and in the bathtub. So that's when he was like, nope, switch my room. Switch my room. Hmm. Also, there is the chair of Eldridge. So this is um, in like a part of the hotel that's not really open to the public. Um, The room... What's weird is that the room is filled with, like, cobwebs and dust because it's not often visited. But the chair remains clean. Who's cleaning it? It must be Eldridge's ass. It's got (laughs) to (laughs) be. Another spooky story. A bellman once sneaked into the room and caught a glimpse of an elderly man sitting in the chair. And he had a pipe. He said that the elderly man looked up and said, hmm,
2: What no?
1: And then and then the bellman screamed. Obviously, I mean,
0: yeah. If anyone says that to me, I'm gonna scream. No, I would Mm. be like, hello. Especially a ghost.
1: Hello, like who
0: are you, sir? (laughs) What the fuck did you just say to me? (laughs)
1: It's like he he was just like "Mm, curious, Mm -hmm. and the guy was like,
2: "Ah!" like no, it'd be like hello.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hello, hi. So one of Longhurst's favorite episodes was, I think, about four to four five years ago. Um, and the hotel, it has, like, the modern electronic key cards used to open each room. And um, one day, none of the key cards worked. Like, not even the staff's cards. Uh, his master key wouldn't work um, to open the door of five hundred six. So not even the master. Not even. Not even the master. Isn't it? So the staff even made new keys for the door. They replaced the battery in the lock. Like all of the troubleshooting you can do for an instance such as this. But it still didn't open.
0: Hmm. So
1: they had to take the door off of its hinges. <laughs> Holy crap. And they found out that the deadbolt was locked from the inside. Hmm. No one was in there. Curious. It's on the fifth floor. The windows are sealed and there's no way that you could lock it and then get out. So that's like, to me, that's like proof. That's like ghostly <laughs> activity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, he, the the general manager, <clears throat> he basically was like, you know what? I do believe in ghosts. And I think the more that you pay attention to them, the more they're inclined to... Hide out. so i think they may show up when you least expect mm-hmm. so that's good to keep in mind when we're doing like future ghosts uh investigations and paranormal investigations we'll like let's like play some mind games and like pretend like we're uninterested mm-hmm. you know like yeah it's like <laughs> oh we're not here trying to find you we're just <laughs> hanging out in the dark together with a box of weird tools it's like real life <laughs> games you know yeah oh true i mean Love i'm that. down to try so there you go <laughs> yeah
0: Wow! I so y'all. I had to look up why it why it said colonel. I had to. Okay. Oh, and and as soon as I started typing, why is it spelled? The first thing that populated was colonel. So apparently, everyone (laughs) wants to know this. But it came to English from the mid sixteenth century French word "coronel," gotcha, meaning commander of a regiment or column of soldiers
1: knew it was from a different language yes. but still why so
0: french <laughs> coronel turned to colonel aka colonel and then we just
2: botched it and said colonel, colonel. like the popcorn
0: <laughs> and there you have it folks
2: there we have uh, it oh what a fun fact thank you
0: yeah, no problem. No, you know. guys know my mind. I have to look these things up, or I'll. Oh yeah, I mean, this is sleep again. we're
2: all like that, That's- right? No, for sure, a hundred percent. Right there with you. Google machine is my, uh, it's my friend, and I used it for this next one. The Brown Mansion. Anybody's anybody been there? It's in Coffeeville, Alyssa coffeeville kansas i Ooh.
0: haven't but i was excited to hear about this place because i have family ties in coffeeville so i am i'm pretty stoked on this spot
2: i mean it sounds it sounds fun because the whole family is hot in the place the whole brown family so it's in coffeeville kansas it sits at 2109 walnut street the building was completed in 1904 and it's three stories high with 16 immaculate rooms. Immaculate. Ooh, that's what they said online. All right. I'll Off the, the Google judge. machine. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the entire third floor back in the day was used as a ballroom, slash schoolroom, slash gymnasium. So this place was sick, y'all. Oh, multi-purpose
0: room. Yeah.
2: Back in the turn of the century, they knew how to turn the room.
0: Yeah.
2: I love that for them. The (laughs) Brown family. (laughs) They're quite interesting um, and quite rich, right? We love that for them. So you guessed it. It was inhibited by the Browns. And uh, this guy, this guy knew how to get some coin, right? But I found this interesting story on Facebook from Haunted History I'm not even on Facebook. And again, the Google machine brought me here and I respect that and I love it. And it (laughs) told me the story of how Mr. Brown met Mrs. Brown. And uh, (laughs) I'm loving it. You want to hear about it? Yeah,
0: tell us about their true love story.
2: The beautiful Brown Mansion, y'all, was home to W.P. and Nancy Brown. It's been said that W.P. and Nancy, they met at a dance in Independence, Kansas. When W.P. arrived at the dance, he saw Nancy and there was just no other woman in the room, you guys. Of course not. He interrupted her dances. He was like, I need you to dance with me, baby. And she was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) She, She ended up marking off all her dance card numbers. She was like, Tom, Dick, Harry, you're out. W.P. is for me. And she marked them all out and she only danced with W.P., But get this, WP63. Nancy, you guys, is 4'11". Oh, my. Quite a sight to see on that floor, huh? Breaking it down. Yeah. We would have loved that. Long story short, they fell in love, right, on that dance floor. wp (laughs) followed Nancy back to her hometown of Port Washington, Ohio, where he courted her for a year and then asked her father for her hand in marriage. They were married in 1885 and were said to be very much in love. Good. W.P. WP and Nancy then returned to Kansas to begin their new life. And this is, you know... This is when all the trauma happens. Okay, oh, no, not with him though. They're in love. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, but WP, <laughs> he uh, he hits it off in his uh, in his line of work. You guys, he was into um, what was it? He did con- planning and cons- No, what was it? He had natural gas and lumber, so he oh, did yeah. like stuff around that. And uh, so he made a bunch of money in it, needed a home for his honey dearest and their um soon to be family. So they built the brown mansion. Was you know, it's your typical looking mansion, but it's cool. It's got a lot of space. <laughs> it's white, it's got columns. It does. It does have Pretty columns. Nice. We love it. Yeah. We love a column. I gave it a peek. Yeah. <laughs> it um it started, the air. They, they moved to the area in 1890, as they said, and then they started building on the house, obviously. And they didn't have a lot of luck with kids, you guys. Oh, no. Um, they had a total of five children, starting with Violet, who, unfortunately, was the only one to survive. Oh, no. Out of the oh, five, no. yeah. Two sons died at birth well their son william died at the age of four from pneumonia oh donald yeah donald died uh while living at the home uh but he was 11 and he died from complications due to diabetes
0: oh my goodness
2: it was devastating right you know violet was the only one of their children to survive. She ended up marrying her first husband at the age of 19, but divorced shortly after their only child died at birth. She oh. didn't remarry, but that marriage ended in divorce too. <clears throat> so then di-
1: This is why you got to wait. You got to wait till you're older.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Cause then she decided let's go to college. Right. And she became a librarian a vocation she held until she moved back to Coffeeville in the late 30s to take care of WP and Nancy. When Violet wasn't actively taking care of them, she would be found dancing alone apparently on the third floor in the ballroom. That was her hobby. To dance, me too, I do that all the time. I like to turn on MTV hits and I'll let mm-hmm. up, I'll let those music videos play. I'll try Mm -hmm. to learn the dances a bit. So I get you, Violet. I'm right there with you. (laughs) I can see it now. Violet was a
0: huge MTV fan.
2: Probably. (laughs) Um, So after WP and Nancy both passed away, Violet inherited the house. She lived there until... Sorry, guys. My voice keeps going out. I don't know why. But she lived there until 1970 when they sold it to the Coffeeville Historical Society as a museum. Oh. Yes, and also very 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 cool of Violet. She also left most of the original furnishings for us to enjoy. Nice. And she only take she only took what she needed to the nursing home where she spent her remaining days. Violet wow. died <coughs> She's dying. Everybody help. <laughs> I know. Please. Violet died in 1973, but her spirit you guys along With the five others remain in Brown Mansion. Let's talk about that, huh? Let's talk about it. Violet, you guys, is doing what she did in her day. She is dancing on the third floor. They see her. They see her moving around. She's twirling. Twirl, twirl. I love that. (laughs) Donald, Violet's younger brother, which was the only sibling remembered to live at the mansion with Violet. Uh, He was usually homeschooled on the third floor. Again, that that, uh, third floor was a ballroom for Violet's dancing. It was a schoolhouse for Donald and also a gymnasium for Donald. So he loved it there too. When he died in 1911, Nancy sealed his room. And, and just left it as it was. It wasn't opened until after her death and it was opened by Violet. So Donald is seen playing on the third floor and appears to be very happy, carefree, sometimes whistling a favorite tune, maybe for Violet to get her huh. swing on.
0: Yeah. My brother
2: did that for me too. He used to play like Eve 6 and I would jam, <laughs> jam, jam. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back, y'all. So, I get it. Nancy. Nancy. Donald's death hit Nancy really hard, you guys. So, her ghost is actually rarely seen, but is often Aww. heard outside of his bedroom crying.
1: Oh, that's yeah. so sad. I
2: know. W.P. is both seen, apparently, and smelled. He smokes pipe. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes no, sorry. He smokes a pipe and he's also seen on the first floor a lot in the dining room in the library. And so people a lot smell his tobacco, you know, and that mm-hmm. sometimes can be accompanied by his apparition. Um, but yeah, so the library in the dining room that's where you might catch this. This one, Charlie, he was a servant who was actually. Mm. Apparently, like a member of the family, and he's often seen in the basement bedroom where he resided, and sometimes at the front door to, get, to greet a you. A member of the family to greet who was you was made the door. to
1: be a servant and live in the basement. Excuse well, me.
2: You know,
0: I don't. Ruth. He wasn't actually family, though, right? He was like someone who no, he for was him and came to be. He like was family.
2: like a member of the family. Oh, Did okay, I say okay. that wrong?
0: Still. No,
2: you, I, I mean you, you know said what? It right.
1: <laughs> you said it right. But yeah. regardless, even if he's like family. Well. I don't know. I guess
2: okay. it was because of the times. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Well, that's know. all that's really all I have for you. Thanks to <laughs> Teresa's haunted history of the tri-state. She really helped me nail this <laughs> one down. Um Thanks, but Therese. yeah, they uh those are the main haunts of the house.
0: Damn.
2: And so it sounds pretty spooky. They have Obviously, it's a museum, so they have tours. I don't know if it's going on right now, but they also hold private events, which is pretty cool. So, so check it out.
0: This someone rent it out and throw a
2: party for us. That's what I say. Yeah, they. I mean, they have five ghosts in twenty twenty (laughs) five. Yes, for the five ghosts, twenty twenty five,
0: or whenever you know. Who knows? Who knows when we'll ever live again?
1: That's exactly what the ghosts are saying. Uh, The ghosts
0: haven't. Oh, you're right. (sighs)
2: We're right there with you, ghosts.
0: (sighs) Damn. Well, Kansas is haunted. Kansas is haunted. You took the words right out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. I got nothing else to say about that. I mean, it's just facts, plain and simple. We laid it out for the people.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: They got to respect it.
2: We got to take a visit clearly if anybody else has any Kansas haunts you should tell us yeah let us know yes. at
0: the golden ghouls podcast at gmail.com holler at your girls we love to hear from you yes any any final words for the people before we uh head out for the evening
2: well, uh, <laughs> no nope she's got nothing I have no exciting news uh, I've been watching, ooh, I've been watching A Crime to Remember on Hulu. Oh, yeah? Ooh. It's a really great. I just binged four seasons in, Damn. like, two days. Okay. So I'd say it's pretty decent.
0: All right. Well, there you have a recommendation Give it a game for der. everyone who's wondering what to do next. Exactly. That's it. A Crime to Remember.
2: Yeah. Love hey. that. Uh, no. Yeah.
0: All right, y'all. Until next time, let's stay spooky.
1: Ooooh